This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Welcome back. Ed Keenan in for John Oakley. I've got Sherry DeNovo, John Capobianco, and Michael Giles in the studio with me here. And we have got a ton to talk about. Now, I have been out of the country for a week uh, until yesterday. I was in England and Ireland, and I was too cheap to pay for a data plan, but also uh, wisely didn't want to check uh, in on things. So I came back to start catching up on the the gift that keeps on giving, which is this SNC-Lavalin story that starts, uh, from what I can tell, with a bunch of lobbyists from a massive company trying to get a law changed, and then some pressure that may or may not have been applied, depending on who you talk to, uh, that led to uh, a cabinet demotion, maybe or maybe not. Uh, and then and then days and days of the prime minister and his office and his MPs uh, not being able to give us a satisfying straight answer of what's happened here. And that uh, the sort of the twisting story uh, continued today uh, when D- Trudeau was talking to the press and said that, you know, Scott Bryson's resignation plays a role in all of this. If Scott Bryson had not stepped down from cabinet, Jody Wilson-Raybould would still be Minister of Justice and Attorney General. So, you know, blame Scott Bryson is really what what uh, <laughs> what it all comes down to. I think that that seems to be the new line. But really, um, I mean, I don't know if uh, the listeners may well be much smarter than me and are able to follow the the leaps and backflips of, of the sort of evolving explanation of this better than I am. Uh, but, you know, the, the question that... Uh, that you know, I was talking about with Dusty earlier is almost like, you know, is there a way for for Trudeau to kind of rebound from a disastrous week like this? It seems like one of Trudeau's real strengths is a politician, and whether you liked him or whether you didn't like him, I think his key strength was sort of the message thing, like the sunny ways, but also the kind of like being the guy who could talk to Canadians and tell them what they want to hear, uh, make them feel good about the way things are going. Uh, it seems to me like this communications was a key part of it, and it seems like, first of all, as Paul Wells, it looks like behind the, Paul Wells from McLean said, behind the rope line there, there's a whole government, a real government operating uh, beyond our view, uh, you know, working on things that may well be legal, but but that are not pub subject to public debate, but that beyond that, when, when a miniature, what at, what at first is kind of a yawner of a scandal emerges for most people's eyes, uh, the just the fumbling of it back and forth and back and forth. I mean, how, how do they, do they recover from this? Where, where do we want to start? Michael? Sure. Uh, they can recover from this. Uh, the issue here is that it has been very badly handled. You know, this the, the statement today that had Scott Bryson not resigned, she would still be attorney general. It's actually borders on the ridiculous because he could still have had a cabinet shuffle and left her as attorney general. Like why? Just because <laughs> yeah, Scott no, that's, Bryson's that's left, what, yeah. You know, it's like, well, you have to get out, get her out of there now because Scott's gone. And <laughs> and you know, then the other thing is, uh, you know, he said before as well that, uh, you know, he had these discussions with uh, the Judy uh, Raybould Wilson in in the prime minister's office in September, and he assured her at the end of that conversation that, um, you know, she, uh, you know, it was going to be her final decision. Well, that beggars the question, okay, well, what did you say before that, or what was the conversation before that that led you to have to say to her that, you know, don't worry, it'll still be your final decision? There's (laughs) something missing from this puzzle. Yeah, well, and it seems like the Prime Minister has been very careful about what he acknowledges. Because he's waiting. As he 
uh, would be. Uh, and and it's not often that a resigned cabinet minister lawyers up uh, to see what she can say. <laughs> well, what's, what um, he's doing is he's waiting to hear, and the government is to hear what she says before he starts talking too much in detail because they don't want to say something that she's not going to say. Or that she, so the idea is let's hear what she has to say first before we start doing our... our Does it ever it. occur to anybody, John, uh, that, that, that it's, it's less scheming involved if you just tell the truth? Well, <laughs> you, would, you know, people, uh, people always think that after the fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the, the chess game becomes a lot simpler. It's, it's like, checkers. you know, I'm just going to say that this thing happened once and once only, and then, of course, you find out the next day that it's happened multiple <laughs> times, and then, like, oh, you know what, I actually meant to say that it happened right, multiple right, times. Right, right. But, you know, the tragedy of this is, and I think this is, can, it be, can he come overcome this? Uh, the answer is possibly. But here's the tragedy of this issue for the Liberals and for the Prime Minister himself, and that is, the timing of it and who's involved uh, and sort of the the issue of the fact that you've got this huge company that's that seems to be getting some favoritism by virtue of the fact that this law has been snuck into this in this omnibus bill that was put through the budget which of course the liberals were complaining about Harper for him doing the same thing and said that we would never do that yet again here's here, they did the exact same thing so there's a couple of issues here Ed that I think mm-hmm. are a problem so when you look at the timing we're now in election year and this is going to be an issue that the opposition parties, and if Jagmeet Singh was, you know, a little bit more forceful and out there, he could have been a second opposition member that would have been as effective as Andrew Scheer has been. Uh, but Jagmeet did say something that I thought was very effective, and that was the way he treated her, uh, Judy uh, Wilson-Raybould. Uh, mm. and, and that was very poignant for coming from an NDP leader. And, and that speaks to the issue of who is at the heart of this. The fact that it's Judy uh, uh, Wilson-Raybould and the fact that she is a strong woman leader from B.C. with Indigenous um, heritage is a significant issue, given the fact that her father went on TV and other Indigenous leaders have now said that, they're, that, that the, th- the votes for Justin Trudeau are going to be in jeopardy potentially because of mm-hmm. this. And the timing, those are the issues that are going to affect him. And the fact that he's now throwing out Scott Bryson and and you know using these words like direct versus forced and all this kind of stuff all makes it sound as if there's something ugly going on there and they're not putting their arms around it. Should they put their arms around it, Jerry? Just just embrace this ugliness? Um, look, here's here's what everybody kind of knows happened, and nobody's saying is that he put pressure on her for a huge liberal a donor, SNC-Lavalin, which, by the way, has a pretty shady past. They I were said, legally I, forced I, to return those I, donations, I, I Sherry. Said, I said last time, I, you them? know, they make some of my Sicilian distant relatives look like choir boys. Um, so here is the Prime Minister in an indigenous woman's uh, office, uh, pressuring her and then denying it, uh, throwing her under the bus when she does the principled uh, action. And this is what everybody thinks went on. Okay? And he's done nothing, absolutely nothing, to dissuade anyone of that opinion. And uh, John and Michael are right. uh, Absolutely. So how did he position himself? He positioned himself as the feminist Mm. champion of women's rights, as the indigenous champion, and and those two, those two are no longer in his in his backyard. Absolutely not. So who is is the question? Um, where is he going to replace women's votes? Uh, you know, uh, some cred with indigenous folks. I I, I, well, I think I mean, this I is think... a problem. I think you know uh, the the best the best ally he has right now. Actually, sadly, I should say this as a you know NDP member is the fact that the NDP is not doing well in the polls. <laughs> And um, that's the best that he has to hope for, is that he picks up NDP seats, that the Conservatives lose some to their, I have to say, kind of, 
crazy right wing with Bernier, <laughs> um, and that and that Trudeau, you know, uh, squeaks out uh, another government because of that. But he's certainly not doing it on his behavior and his performance. Sherry, just, right. hit, Jerry, Sherry just hit my heritage as an Italian <laughs> yes. and also my Conservative Party credentials. Boy, that was not a bad hit, Sherry. Well, <laughs> but if you're thinking about uh, about crossing her as a result, uh, she has some distant Sicilian yes. relatives that I'm told. Uh, <laughs> my wanna, and my parents uh, are be, close to Sicilian. Uh, and it's only a rumor. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.